everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. What's up, dude? What's going on? Can you, I just say you got I Uber am, deep voice today? I am. It's because I'm like super tired. Hell yeah. Can I? Can I just say I am super excited that I don't live in Illinois because uh, what the fuck? You're gonna have a rain tax? Is yeah, that that's there. What the fuck? It uh, rains. So I, you gotta pay tax now. I what got the, the fuck, paper here. So yeah, I don't know much about it other than they propose some kind of rain tax. That's as well, far as I. Yeah, so they want to tax us based on the amount of rain that falls, and then they're gonna raise our fucking gas tax thirty cents. So like, you know, it's whatever two forty five is the average I think in this area, Uh, and yeah, so you'd automatically add thirty cents onto that. But here's the thing I don't understand is I can drive uh, fourteen feet 
and get gas in Wisconsin where right. they don't have a tax right. on gas. Yeah. Unless the Wisconsin gas stations right on the border are going to raise theirs up because they know they can make a little bit more profit because of the Illinois tax. Yeah, that would piss me off. And, and I'd have, yeah, and then people in Wisconsin are going to be pissed because now their gas is getting raised because of Illinois is just yeah. because Wisconsin wants to cash in on this shit it's not that they're got an extra tax right so then what do you have to do go a little bit further into wisconsin so I now we're talking like Janesville. janesville in order to get fucking yeah. gas i'll drive to janesville to get fucking gas yeah i won't just to pay a little bit cheaper but it's irritating it is That's bullshit. so the rain tax the reason we have a rain tax so this is what they claim is that that money is going to go to uh fixing and updating the sewer system and drainage all this bullshit no, it's going to go in somebody's pocket. Is what's going to happen? Uh, but you know, how can they? How can they even fucking make like shit? Like that makes no sense to me, man. It's like uh, we're going to give you guys a sunny tax. Anytime it's over fifty degrees, we're going to tax you money, dude. Th- what the fuck? Man? You say that as a joke? That's coming. I, in somewhere like California, where it rains never. Yeah, it's in Maryland. So Maryland actually taxes the rain. Do they already do that? Yeah, because my uncle lives there. It's the only other state that currently does it. Illinois is right there. Let's, let's be fucking terrible. What? <laughs> you the know what fuck? I mean? So this is apparently how it goes. Uh, you so you take the overall rain in a month. Mm-hmm. They like base it off the uh, the the weather, whatever you know, how much inches right. was received in an area, mm-hmm. and say they they're gonna do. Uh, a dollar per inch. So if you get nine inches in a month, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> um, you get nine inches in a month. It's it, nine dudes. It would be nine nine dollars. And so, and then if you don't get any, you get like a quarter of an inch. You know, it'd be it'd break down to a fucking quarter, or, or you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know, Do they bill it monthly then? That that's it would come with like your sewer water bill. Wow. I think. Um, and because my, my thing was, so what they're going to do is they're going to say, all right, it's just going to be a, a flat $10 tax every month. Yeah, but what if it doesn't fucking rain? You're taxing me for something that didn't happen? And yeah. and and then, <laughs> you know, now I, I, I was, so like collecting rainwater is not illegal in Illinois. I know it's illegal in some states, mm-hmm. but it's it's legal in Illinois. So if you're going to tax rain, does that mean all of a sudden collecting rainwater is illegal? Because I was just planning to start doing that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I see rain tax leading to these other stupid fucking laws that is yeah. unnecessary. And I think what's fucked up is, like, you should get, it's like, remember those years we've had, like, like five years in a row we had a drought? Had, like, no fucking yeah, rain. Yeah, they had to pay us. They should pay us. If, yeah. if we don't get any rainfall in a month... Maybe you give money back yeah, to people. You like it's that's the thing. Like now, if we're gonna have a rain tax, I hope it never fucking rains. And then what about in the in the winter? Is it based on snowfall? Well, it's not rain. That's snow. That's the thing. Snow. But it's frozen rain. But See, it's nothing. What well, if you get like sleet? It's like rain and ice. You could charge double that. Are, are they just gonna? And that's the thing. How do you calculate it? You yeah, can't. Once you start, it's just like taking our guns. Once you start one yeah. thing, everything. That's all. This it's is all fucked. Well, anyways, this is why people. But you know, I, other Illinoisans that are listening to this, enjoy your governor, not my governor. He is a fucking <laughs> idiot, and he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. And and 
all you idiots that voted for him. He's tax. He's gonna tax everything. Like it, he's yeah. already he's he's fucking everything up. So all you Democrats that own guns out there, that was smart. Vote this fucking guy because he's got gun laws. Gun laws just don't apply to Republicans, you morons. Mm. They apply to you too, and you voted yeah. for this fucking idiot. So not only is he gonna raise all your taxes, but he's gonna take your fucking guns. So you are sitting duck, worthless piece of shit because you voted for him. He's an idiot. Word. Sorry, I don't mean to get political on this one. But yeah, I wasn't trying to. I was it just, pisses I just, me off. I saw that the other day, and I was going to bring it up, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's the most ridiculous thing we can tax next? You know what I mean? I swear to God, they sit around like they're playing Illuminopoly, and they come up with dumb shit, <laughs> and it's like, well, let's tax boogers. I'm, I'm Everybody's got boogers. If they're they're going to they're gonna pass a law that if you pass gas in public, you're, you'll be fined. Dude! Once again, you're saying a joke? It's that, a real thing. That Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her new Green Deal? Yeah. She wants to kill all cows because they fart. And that's no joke. That is actually in the new Green Deal. Kill all cows yeah, yeah. because they fart. No cows. She, like, she wants to exterminate all cows okay, so because they fart, and that's causing global warming. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Now, granted, they did just put that her new Green Deal up for vote in the Senate, and mm. it got no yeses it got like 30 something no's and and uh 43 or something presents <laughs> like i'm present i'm not saying yes or no to this but i'm here wow. like, like and that was all the democrats pretty much were like yeah i can't even say no to this <laughs> because i don't want to offend my party right. but I, i'm sure as fuck not going to say yes to it but I'm here. <laughs> I didn't like, know that was an option. <laughs> yeah. You, you can say yes, no, or present. And present means I have no opinion on this. Wow. <laughs> and and so it got no yeses. Not and even her like not even her own self voted what, for well, she's she's a vote. congresswoman. Oh, okay. So she can't vote in the Senate. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. Senate was like so out of all those people you had like forty three present and thirty eight no's and zero yeses. And it's like, well the new Green Deal is gone. <laughs> It's yeah. not an option anymore. Yeah, but yeah, she wanted to kill all cows because they they fart. Well, then <laughs> it's like, that would oh she God. would have to kill everything at that point because everything farts. Have you have you not? I want to seen this new Green Deal. That I want to buy the book. Everyone ever. farts and send that to this cunt. <laughs> Seriously, we, we, yeah. She, she said um, also in in that thing that we need to knock down every building and rebuild it with. Um, like eco-friendly and, and and whatever so like everything would be rebuilt bitch do you have any idea how much money that's going oh, to cost and the years it would take to do that yeah, it, it's taken us well they already started 50 something they already started in to, new york they knocked down two towers well yeah back in 911 yeah they're they only built eco-friendly <laughs> they, they built one and then made two giant holes with water and yeah, that's what's up I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we did that you know yeah so ridiculous! If, if you read the that new Green Deal, it's the most ridiculous thing yeah, ever. I, I, don't, I don't get into their bullshit. Well, I know, but it, it's it's comical. It's literally like, what are you talking about, lady? She's insane. That lady is literally. How insane. did she get elected? Blowjobs? Uh, you know, I could see that. I don't know, honestly. I don't know who voted for her. I think she but should kill herself she's, because she farts. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And she queefs. See, well, girls do two things. Thing. Girls fart and queef. Yeah, that's, two, that's a double queef. whammy. So she should be shot and killed. Yeah. What's going on with these queefs, women? Yeah. I mean, stop queefing all the time. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. You're yeah. ruining my ozone layer. 
Yeah, you're fucking causing climate change with yeah. your fucking queefs. Yeah, not climax. We're talking climate. So yeah, uh, try your fucking shit before it gets warm. Well, I was gonna like say. It. Okay, yeah. I've been talking about orange vanilla Koki Kaylee for yeah, twenty weeks it now. For a couple of weeks, and uh, finally you decided to pour me some. Yeah, fucking so. So, so I'm, hell I'm, yeah, that's gonna try this. Hell yeah, that shit, will you? <laughs> it smells like regular Coke to me. Yeah, I, I don't, don't really smell, smell any it, orange but you'll or vanilla. Taste it. You'll taste. I don't yeah. taste the vanilla. I taste the orange more than anything. No, there's vanilla there. I get more vanilla than orange. See, I get more orange than vanilla. Now you take another sip. Why don't you take like two or three more? And then I'll tax you for Coca-Cola. That's it. We're going to tax you for drinking Coke instead of Pepsi. I can't wait until they tax the air. Like, well, we did an average, so uh, an, an average human breathes in X amount of times in a year and breathes out X amount of times. So we're, we're going to tax it on, on the way in and, and the way out. So, yeah, you get double. You, you basically you just pay us five thousand dollars every month. Yeah, because you're you're breathing in the clean air and then you're polluting the air with di- carbon dioxide. So you're hurting the the uh, ozone layer and the atmosphere and gravity and Mother Nature and all other shit that it's you're doing. It's so too. ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty bad. So I would like. To I'm be, really considering leaving Illinois. I would like <laughs> to see shit. like a video. Of her presenting her fucking green deal and people what they what they said. Is there anything out there like that? Like a legit, not not Ryan Day version, but no, like a legit. Either way, either one is fine by me at this point. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't even know what this bitch sounds like. I've never heard her speak. I think I've seen a picture of her. Right there it says Green Deal cows. Yeah. Um. Oh, and she also, she's also said the world's going to end in 12 years, uh, and uh, th- this lady's a fucking nutty. Where is she from? New York. Of course. Um, that's, I guess we can watch this. It's like two years. Oh, she goes off. Yeah, let's watch. We'll watch a couple of these, maybe, because okay. she's fucking, I don't know. Here's the thing, if... Uh, the concern of the environment as an elitist concern. One year ago, I was waitressing in a taco shop in downtown Manhattan. God, quit I- bragging. Yeah. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. One year ago, I was waitressing. And- okay, so you went from a waitress to a senator? No, no, she was bartending. She wasn't waitress. She was bartending. Dude. She was fucking whoring out. She wasn't even a waitress. She was selling her own wares and goods for Here's cash and prizes. Fuck She's that unqualified to be where she is. Yeah, for real. Anyways, it'd be, and why's it got to be a taco fucking place? It'd be like, yeah, well, because she's Hispanic. Well, um, so you're assuming her. This would be like ethnicity. Well, no, she's definitely a guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, just anyway. got health insurance for the first time a month ago. This is Paid for not by us. an elitist issue. This You're is a quality bitch. of life issue. You want to tell people that their concern and their desire for clean air and clean water is elitist? Tell that to the kids in the South Bronx, which are suffering from the highest rates of childhood asthma in the country. Tell that to the families in Flint, whose kids... Have their blood is ascending in, in lead levels. Their brains are damaged for the rest of their lives. Call them elitist. 
you're telling them that those kids are trying to get on a plane to Davos? People are dying. They are dying. And the response across the other side of the aisle is to introduce an amendment five minutes before a hearing and a markup. This is serious. This should not be a partisan issue. This is about our constituents and all of our lives. Iowa, Nebraska, broad swaths, swaths of the Midwest are drowning right now. What you say about Underwater, farms, <laughs> towns that will never be recovered and never come back. And we're here and, and people are more concerned about helping oil companies than helping their own families. I don't think so. Here's now, the thing. When you listen to this, it, it makes she sells it because... You know, she's put, well, you got the big oil, and, and then you've got people dying. It's like, so in a way, dumb people can't hear beyond the the, the, the talking point of what she's right, doing. Right. So this is how she got elected. She convinced a lot of dumb people. But here's the thing. So you're all against, um, uh, you know, polluting the air and... And uh, all this, this green deal, like she wants everything to be clean and clear and all this, but yet she flies everywhere. She fucking, I think in in the years of her campaigning or whatever, her her uh, somehow they you know everybody all their everything what they spend and all that becomes public. But once they become a politician or a public figure, her her Uber, like the amount of money she spent on Uber was like. It was some ridiculous, like, several hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's a lot of fucking car gas and Oh, but she only, she only used Priuses for, for no. Uber. She did Uber Prius. No. <laughs> they were, and that's the thing. Because people were like, well, maybe it was it was all, like, these cars that are, like, good. No, they, these are all SUVs because she has a crew that goes with her, so they have to get the bigger Uber. Oh, so she's got so, Uber X. Yeah, so it, it's this is also probably why it was so much money. Um, she she's a fucking hypocrite, just like every other politician. I don't think so. Well, I do. It's about our lives. It's not it's about, about your American life, cunt. Lives. And it should not be partisan. You're not even American. Science should not be partisan. So she wants to take away all airplanes, so, so there will be no air travel. This is all also part of her new Green Deal. No airplanes. Kill all the cows because they fart. Um... Dude, the list goes on of ridiculous things. She wants to tear down every building and rebuild them mm-hmm. eco-friendly. Um, but, wanna, but yet, she can still fly. I want to tear she her can, down and make her eco-friendly. Well, yeah, I mean... She's fucking retired. Let, let's see, people are dying. I think it's the same thing. Maybe. People are more concerned about helping oil companies yeah, than helping right, their own the families? Ass I end of it. So. I don't think so. I don't think this so. This is about our lives. This is about American lives, and it should not be partisan. One year ago, I want to be like, but you're not in your living room. Shop in downtown Manhattan. I just got health insurance. Okay, yeah, it is literally repeating yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I want to see where she like actually is like. I want to go back to like when she was first like proposed it. Here we go. I want to talk about uh, certainly another thing, uh, give you a chance to clarify the Green New Deal. Um, uh, one of the things we're even um, hearing oh, it's the a Green New Deal, not the New that, Green uh, Deal. Would outlaw uh, cows. Oh yeah. Uh, cows farting. That would be out. Uh, children. 
hamburgers, ice cream. Uh, any of that uh, true at all? No, in fact, um, I think it, I think it is interesting. It's always good to see how how these narratives are manipulated. Hang on a second. She's saying none of that's true. That's literally in the document, though. It says because cows fart, she wants them gone. So now she's lying because. Uh, they're trying to say that the Green New Deal is about what we have to give up, what we have to cut back on, when in fact uh, the Green New Deal itself is a resolution to be more expansive. It is to be able to generate more and to make sure that we're investing in working class, uh, in working class Americans so that we all can afford to have more in life, so that an affordable apartment isn't a dream but a norm, and that health care is a right, not a privilege. Um, and and honestly, the only reason I think anyone would have to cut back on ice cream is if their doctor advised them to. But. Yeah, and that sometimes <laughs> doctors wait, will do that. Wait, um, um, there is also, it should be pointed How do you make ice cream? With oh, with cows. With milk, right? Yeah. Well, well, milk from cows. Well, we can use soy milk or almond milk or almond cum milk, milk or something. Could you imagine an almond milk ice cream? Maybe that would be good. I don't know. No. That's stupid. She's a cunt. But, so... She didn't answer the question about the cows. No. Nope. He said cows farting and, and the ice cream. And then she says no, but then doesn't focus on the cow. Because the cow thing's literally in there. Well, let's give her give her another chance. She's got four minutes to no, talk though, about There are it. some Democrats who seem a little cautious of uh, how ambitious the Green New Deal is. How do you talk to your uh, colleagues within your own party to let them know that this is the right path to take? And yeah. have you met with a lot of inter-party resistance? Yeah, like well, I think one of the things that's important that, that doesn't get communicated is that our Green New Deal legislation is not a bill. It's a resolution. So there's two different kinds of legislation. And what a resolution does is that if we pass the resolution in the House, it doesn't go into the Senate, and it doesn't go to the president. It is a House resolution. It is a declaration. It is an intentional vision uh, document. And what it does is that it puts uh, forward the large scope, the overall vision of what we're trying to accomplish, and to say, listen, if we're going to make progress, we need to declare our North Star, and our North Star is 100% renewable energy. It's Medicare for all. It's tuition-free public colleges. It's investing in technology and, and renewable, uh, renew, renewable resources and electric vehicles. And, um, and as a result, the, any legislation, any actual bills that do follow from that are pieces of that. So um, you can have one bill that just addresses, uh, you know, battery battery storage, like uh, like Representative Takano out in California. You can have bills that that uh, just address infrastructure investment. And so all of those are pieces. But the resolution, the Green New Deal, is the vision of what we need to accomplish in the next ten years. It's really exciting, and I hope people actually look at what it says. I what. Another thing that I think everyone uh, is appreciating about this uh, new generation of people that are in Congress is it strikes me that people show up in Congress and then people who've been there longer said to them, hey, this is how it works here. And it seems like a lot of you are now doing us the service of turning to us and going like, you guys won't believe how it works here. Yeah. And telling us as opposed to just accepting these rules. Uh, you posted this photo. Um, which was fascinating to me. Um, explain what's going on here real quick. So I was, I was shocked at this photo. What this photo represents are uh, folks who are experiencing homelessness that have been paid by lobbyists 
to wait outside of committee rooms so that lobbyists can be the first and oftentimes only seats in a congressional hearing. They're basically holding a place in line. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you saw that this has been happening for a very long time, and I certainly never heard of it. And Now, see, this is the one thing that she does good is she is, in a way, exposing corruption in Washington in her own weird way where you're... You're going against your system that you belong to, mm -hmm. which is good. But then you present the stupidest fucking green deal thing that you... Now, keep in mind, there are people out there that actually think this green deal is fucking brilliant. Mm -hmm. So, like, there are dumb people out there. Yeah, all the vegetarians like, yes, yes, we've been taking it for Well, that's years. the thing. You've got yeah. millennials and all that. You think about their whole mindset of yeah. things. So they're all about the this green deal. It just are. makes no sense financially for the country. But so like this, this is bullshit that they do this, mm -hmm. that they actually put homeless people there so that they can f funnel in and fill seats so that there's only enough seats left for these lobbyists rather than like you and I decide to go there. Well, there's yeah. no fucking seats, so we wouldn't, we'd have to go there and fight over a seat with these fucking homeless people. Oh, that'd be super easy. You're getting paid 50 bucks. Here's 60. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? but you'd have to have people that want to do that. Yeah. And they because the homeless people are literally getting paid to go sit and don't give a fuck. They're probably all drunk and high and whatever. Pissing themselves and so, shit. So, you know, that's the thing. It's, in a way, it's like, man, at least she's doing, but then she does all this other dumb shit on top. It's like, well, you're hurting yourself overall. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Uh, I appreciate you putting it out on uh, social media because I think it's a helpful thing for us to know exactly what's going on in this hall of this building yeah, that we're yeah. all uh, chipping in and for. And it's not to say that, that these folks sitting down are doing anything wrong, but, you know, congressional hearings are not a Beyonce concert, you know? Yeah. They're two different things, and this is one way in which money and politics has really sunk so steep to the fact that everyday people can't even see their own elected officials because a lobbyist has paid to get in there first. Uh, I want to uh, point out one more thing uh, on the Green Deal before we go, because uh, uh, the president said uh, it was uh, like a bad uh, report. Yeah. It was a Orange man bad. Orange man bad. science in it. Uh, but it's very unfair to say that about you. You, uh, you were a winner of science <laughs> awards. Look at that. I... Was that taken last year? <laughs> No, she looks a little younger I mean, there. I never, personally, never went past like the paper mache volcano that my dad definitely made. And not made. <laughs> but this was a uh, this was a passion of yours when uh, when you were in, in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. Science was my first passion, and I pursued uh, the Intel Science Competition. I studied microbiology and the impacts of antioxidants on a model organism known as a C. elegans, which uh. is of the nematode family. I think uh, that's something you have in common with the president, because I think he did that too. Because he's a yeah. nematode? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he's an anti-toxic. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. So, here's the other thing. She didn't answer anything about her oh, no. deal. This is where she's 100% a politician when it comes to that, because you don't fucking answer any goddamn questions about it. Well, he also didn't ask her any real questions. Uh, it's called softball questions, Dave, where you throw a giant fucking easy question up there and she gets to knock it out of the park and look amazing. Um, she won a casting call to get funded to become where she is right now. Did you know that? No. 
literally a casting call. Here's the thing. YouTube's probably removed the video, but um, let's see if I can find it. Um, well, we went kind of think tanky on this one. No, it, it's fine. Uh, I don't know. Hang on. I was trying to think of the name of the organization. It's this one right here. So now this is the video from the actual organization that basically held a casting call, and they ended up funding several. They they put a lot of money behind several different candidates all across the country. They got her that fucking uh, Muslim in Michigan. There's a Muslim in Minnesota. They they got all these like. So this is these are uh, the Justice Democrats, all right? Now, it, it's interesting. <laughs> Just watch this shit. Back in 2016, we put out a call. This is for their side. Nominations, trying to capture the diversity of background, of experience of the American electorate, the people that aren't currently represented in office. All right. So in the first 10 seconds, they literally said, "We're putting out a casting call mm-hmm. for these things because we want to." She won a casting call. She's an actress, basically. Yeah. Keep watching. This is insane. 10, nominations. Out of those 10,000 nominations, we found Alexandria. My brother told me that he had sent my nomination in the summer, but I was, like, literally working out of a restaurant. And I was like, there's no way. Her profile is not what you think of as someone who should run for office, right? I grew up with a really politically engaged and attuned family. We always were debating politics, talking about things, but we were never involved in the formal structures of politics. We saw these signs of someone who's willing to sacrifice their own future for the good of others. I remember some of the moments that I felt really dejected about politics, the extension of the Bush tax cuts Mm -hmm. in 2010, and seeing that the same people were financing all campaigns. And I was like, what is even the difference of a Democrat and a Republican? That was the depressing part, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I, like a lot of working people, felt that cynicism. And I understood it very deeply. 2016 represented a re-engagement. That's when I started tuning in more to activism and really getting to the core of these issues. I remember that evening on election day in November. I was really disappointed and really sad, but I was not shocked. She was at Standing Rock trying to figure out what her next steps are, just like a lot of people were. What do you do when someone like Trump wins? And my experience at Standing Rock was so Orange Man bad. spiritually transformative. Being there in such an acute moral struggle, you really saw how it was more important than any material thing. And so I walked out of that camp and I was like, what do I do? And then literally that day, I get this email like, this is what you do. So Izzy, one of the people that was working with us at the time, called and it was scheduled for 20, 30 minutes and it went maybe an hour and a half. Like you hadn't thought about running for office or anything at that point, right? No, no. You knew you got to do something. I knew that I had to do something. We would call people up and kind of walk them through the platform. We would try to call up folks that were like doing all kinds of amazing stuff, right? Every conversation would have a very awkward pitch at the end because we'd talk to them about like, oh, it's so great. You're like saving lives. You're fixing stuff in your community. And so do you want to run for Congress? Yeah. (laughs) She was like, well, 
would you be open entering this kind of nomination process? And I was like, sure, because that's not a, will you run for Congress? Yeah, he felt the passion in her voice. She really wanted to fight for the big thing. And she got on a bunch of uh, video calls to meet some of the other candidates that at the time were thinking about running. There were so many other amazing candidates. The entire time I didn't think I was going to be picked. In my brain, I was like, this isn't going to happen, this isn't going to happen until Izzy called. And she was like, hey, do you want to go to Kentucky in two weeks? And I was like... Oh. I was like, I never left Brooklyn before. Why would they go to Kentucky? Kentucky was, I mean, I found it really tell you. It was a spiritual experience. That, that was, it was a spiritual experience. It was. What happened was just magic. All these people from all over the country, incredible community leaders, talking about similar problems they all faced, talking to each other, engaging, pumping each other up, pumping us up, you know. That was like a super pivotal moment, I felt like. I just remember the first day we've created this network of people that put movement first feeling so here's the thing it all it, i mean literally it sounds good like you know what i mean like yeah you you want all these people and talking and communicating and all this it's also fake though you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't know I, I feel like a lot of people will hear this and they listen to her and, and they don't they can't see beyond the like the bigger picture here, right. what we're doing. We're turning the country into a socialist country. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, people don't understand what socialism is. I, I, I can't say it enough. I present you Venezuela. It's like, Jesus Christ, you want to be like that? Because that's where it g- gets. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know if we need to keep watching no, this. No, that's good enough. But, I, I get it. Yeah, there's, I mean, you can find it. It's on YouTube. But and this is this is a video from the Justice Democrats about what they do. They put out casting calls for anybody that basically seems semi-motivated and wants to run for Congress, they'll give you money, basically. Why don't you do it? Well, that's the thing. Did I ever tell you that when I lived in Freeport, um, when I worked for the insurance company out there, not the one connected yeah. to you, but the other one, I was a pr- because of my... This was literally... It literally happened to me. I was approached by people who were... Uh, funding a campaign, their whole issue was they were, let me turn that down so we don't have that white noise. They were, um, they were against the, uh, what are those giant, uh, windmills, windmill things. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that, yeah. Windmill farms. Yeah. But they were, they were against the windmills. There was something going through that County or something like that where, People were able to put them in their backyard mm-hmm. and get some fucking tax write off yeah, or some huge whatever. Amount of money, yeah. And they were they were against when I say they this this group. group yeah. Um, I don't know whatever you'd call them, but the KKK. No, it wasn't the <laughs> KKK. It was uh, they were against that being done for. I can't even remember what the reasons were, but they literally so like. Um, this lady that I worked with, she, from just, you know, as general conversation or whatever, found out where I specifically lived in Freeport. And that was right in, so, you know, there's like how Rockford has Alderman. Yeah. It was it's basically like that. Uh, I lived in a portion of Freeport that there was whoever was running or in charge of that particular area Mm -hmm. was all for these windmills being put in fucking backyards and all this shit and they wanted somebody to 
run with their mindset, their platform of no windmills mm. or whatever. No, yeah, windmill bad. None of that energy that those whatever. And they would completely like, because of where I lived, they literally took me out to eat this group. Mm. They, I can't, I've never told you all this. This is crazy thing when it was going down. I don't ask you any questions, I, so I don't hear anything. That's you. the thing. Nobody ever asks me questions. So I might be interesting. Maybe not, though. I don't know. We'll never find out because nobody ever asks me questions. But, um, yeah, they took me out to eat. They basically laid out what it is that they were, were for and against. And they were going to completely fund my campaign, uh, going into this to run against this guy basically so that they could use my location of where I lived as, and if I beat this guy, then I could vote against these right, things. Right. And, and they were going to, so not only were they doing this with me, they were trying to do it with other people mm-hmm. in different parts of, so basically it was one of these like, you know, let's for instance say like Justice Democrats. It was like about a casting call, but I didn't go show up to the fucking. They came to you. They came to me just be, simply because of where I live, which yeah. is crazy because I have no experience in politics. Mm-hmm. And they didn't give a fuck. They wanted the vote. They were willing to fund everything. And I literally considered it for a second and I was like, here's the main problem. I like the idea of having a fucking windmill and getting a big tax write-off. So I didn't agree with what they were, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to like have me fight for. So I literally so you weren't buying what they were. Selling. So basically, if I would have done this, which most people in politics probably do, they don't agree with who lobbied them, mm-hmm. but because of the money, they, fuck it. Yeah, and and that's where politics. Is. So I didn't end up doing it because I thought just you know. It, I would be voting for things that I didn't agree with. And if I went against why, you know, let they fund me, they get me elected into that spot. And then I go against their thing. Like uh, it it would be one of those dirty politics things. Or next thing you know, they're putting out that I fucking eat children or something. And, you know, now I'm aligned with Hillary Clinton. So, you know, I, I was like, I, I kind of like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like, cause I don't agree with technically what they're saying. I'll right. hear them out. And I had this thought like, yeah, this could be great. I guess it be my start into politics or something. And I was like, I just, I didn't tell them that. I, I, I was kind of like, I was like, well, let me think about it. Let me talk to my wife at the time and, and all this. And then, um, she, this lady, she would, um, every once in a while, she'd like pop over to my desk at work and be like, so have you thought about that? And I'm just like, well, no, and and then shortly after that, like the whole divorce thing, and right. so you know, then after that, sold my house and all that. So I kind of used that as like I've got all this other shit going on. Uh, it's just not time wise. It's just not working. Right. Like yeah. I, I've got too much other shit going on. And then I moved, you know, back to Rockford. So then you know I was out of the. So then it kind of just fizzled. But yeah, they were gonna fucking put all this money behind me to just just to have a vote which is crazy because that's how it happens mm-hmm. yeah i didn't want this whole episode to turn into like yeah. a, a think tank light but it's interesting because it's something we could talk about on rock vegas too I, you know? i've had two political um experiences one my own and one vicariously through my pops you yeah you were running a campaign and then somebody else in your family fucked it up. Yeah. Um, I actually went for student body president in uh, seventh grade. Oh, yeah? Uh, fucking. Do those big, even really count? Big fiasco, man. <laughs> big fiasco. Yeah. It was bad. Fucking. Uh, so you didn't know me back then. 
um thank god and i'm I'm glad a lot of people didn't because i was a fucking nerd i uh, had really thick huge glasses so the insurance geek was who you really were no no i was i was, oh, I was worse than that um i had really bad acne and at, at that time in my life i had to take um a medication for my acne and i had to get my blood tech tested like every week because it was so bad like the medication was so bad for your body but it really cleared up your acne and it dried up my skin so bad that i had a red ring you know how you get your chapped lips i had a red ring all the way around my lips oh man my whole seventh grade doesn't year. that shit hurt oh Dude. god it fucking yeah. it, it kills so i had a fucking pizza face fucking glasses I was, and i didn't know anybody because i was in private school up until seventh grade and seventh grade was the first time i went out and i'm like I want to. I want to be president, student body president. I want. I want to do that. So I'm going to run. And so they. And of course, it was all video. All the rooms had fucking there, and then we had to do our debate and shit. And you could just see me. My hair. I had my hair was parted down the middle when I had hair. <laughs> That's and awesome. I was. I was a fucking nerd, man. And I. I, I was crushed because here I thought like. You see in the movies, like, the, the loser kid, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're going to win. You're going to do really good, Johnny. Yay. And he's all pumped up. And then he gets there and he gets, like, two votes. You know, like, his mom and dad came in and voted for him, even yeah. though they're not supposed to be able to. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. It's like our it, U.S. Dude, elections. It was bad. It was really bad. It was it was an so eye-opener eye for me, man. Was, you, you didn't win? No. <laughs> no. Did you get any votes? Yeah, I got some. I think I think I might have got like eight percent of the votes. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, I mean, that's out of two hundred and thirty thousand percent. I had eight <laughs> percent. So, well, no, that's but I went against dude. I went against an eighth grader. It was, it was just the two of us. Oh, it was me and an eighth, eighth grader. grader. Yeah, and he was he was he, he was, was on, laying down pipe on everybody. He played you know fag football, you know, because we didn't have like real football back then. So yeah. he, he played the flag football. Yeah, fag. Yeah, that's football. why I said it. Uh, he had he was on that. I think he did like fucking track and basketball. He he did like every oh, sport. So he, he had. He was he, popular. Yeah, yeah, he was popular, and I was not. I was. So you got all the nerd vote. I got, and I then got everybody the, else voted. For yeah, I got dude. the sympathy vote, you know, and uh, it was bad. all the teachers voted for you. <laughs> yeah. I actually only had the janitors. For the only, I had all eight janitors. Oh, was, I think this goes a little deeper, Dave. I think uh, were you getting molested by the janitors? <laughs> no, I, I I hated I hated that school, man. What I school was that? Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Fucking hated it. I hated the gym teachers. I wrote about this in my second book, but um, when's that gonna get released? Uh, God, hopefully by the end of this year. That's the new plan. You know, I keep nice. changing the fucking dates because shit keeps happening. Am I in the second book? Mentioned? Sure, sure, sure. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the gym teacher. Everyone experienced this when they were kids. Guys, mostly. You got a shower in in fucking eighth grade, seventh grade, and shit. You know, and uh, I hated it because. I don't, well, you don't have to. We had to. Really? They had made to. you? They made you. I, like so after gym, you'd after have to gym, shower. After gym, you have to go shower. Regardless this is how did. sweaty yep, you were. This is what I did. So I, I was in gym, and we would play badminton or some fucking stupid shit. Nobody fucking sweat. And so I go to my locker, and I fucking like get out of my gym clothes and put on like I put on my boxers. or No, I had underwear at the time because I don't think boxers were out yet. But I had my underwear on, and I, I uh, kind of took them off quick cuffed my balls and kind of just walked around the locker like the locker aisle and came back and then acted like you had acted like i just yeah and so i'm like getting dressed and then i hear my name mr block and i'm like oh shit so i'm dressed now i walk up he's like what's up and he's standing there in like a little towel room right outside there and he's like uh why didn't you shower i was like i did you didn't see me he's like i didn't give you a towel and i'm like yeah no i 
yeah, I just skipped the towel. I wasn't really that wet. Like, it's cool. And he's like, no, you need to shower. Like, you can't go until you shower. Like, I'm like, yeah, I can. And he's like, no, you need to shower. And, like, everyone's making fun of me because I didn't shower. I'm like, God damn it. So, literally, I'm the only one now. Everyone's just, like, standing around. So, I, like, run in, fucking shower. Well, I ever had to wait for and, you to shower And or so, no, because they were just fucking milling around and whatever. So, I'm, I'm cupping my balls with my one hand. And I hold my hand out in front of me to get my towel thrown at me. And he throws it all up high, so I like had to jump to get it. So of course I'm like, I don't. I had to uncover my shit and got it. Fucking all super embarrassed. Fucking dry off and change. And I fucking hated. It. I hated it every day. That was a ritual, man. And he would literally throw it up high to make you fucking. You so know. here's the thing. That guy, he wanted to see everybody's dick. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He yeah, was definitely no. a pedophile. Yeah. yeah, he definitely was. Like and, and we're not, Dave. Me and Dave aren't joking. He had to have been a pet yeah, pedophile. That's like, the only reason. But I I hated it. And man. he wanted to see everybody's dick. It's like a. Fucking, I figured out a way to get out of it. I don't remember what I did to get out, but I got out of the gym. Like I like fucking somehow. I, I think I had asthma or something. You can't make somebody. I mean, they they made you. Yeah, dude. You I would have fucking. You know, I, I hated. I it. I mean, if you're just not. I mean, here's the thing. It, it, this is a weird argument because you can't be like. Oh, I'm totally cool with my balls just being out and hanging out with it, like like at yeah. the at the Y now with 87 year old guys who yeah. are just cool with it, just yeah. flapping around or shriveled up or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Yeah. But like as a as a teenager, everybody's still kind of weird about their thing, regardless of size or mm-hmm. you know hair or whatever. Because some people right. are like hairy, some people aren't. You know, it's like there's all this weird shit, mm-hmm. and and it's like a weird age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right in their puberty and shit yeah. like that. So, uh, like, you shouldn't be making anybody do something that they don't want to do. That's yeah. kind of, in a weird way, you were raped, Dave. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> In a weird raped. way. I was raped to the shower, you know. Not raped in the shower, but I was raped to shower. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, that's it is weird cause up, like, man. Yeah, because, like, in, in my private school, like, it was optional. If you wanted to shower, it was there. When, you no, normally to. at the private school, you would shower with the priest. Well, yeah, yeah. Priests and nuns all, you know, the, the, no, priest, no. Would, the priest would, you know, cut my balls and, and, and the nun would shove the ruler up my ass, so. Um, Jesus. Yeah. It's, uh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I that's what you it. were used to. And and, yeah, and then here yeah, the guy's just, just throwing the yeah, towel like, not, like you're Michael Jordan. And, yeah, and I'm not, I mean, white men can't jump. White boys, white fat boys with acne <laughs> and fucking chapped lips around there. I got to see if I can find a picture. <laughs> To show you how bad it was, dude. It was bad. Crazy. So bad. I, I hate it. I was I was a fucking train wreck, man. I think a lot of that. <laughs> this is a seventh grade? Uh, yeah. Between yeah. seventh grade, it, was, it didn't really finally clear up until like sophomore year, I so think. So you were in private school through sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then you went seventh grade and went and, and was a public school. Yeah. It's weird because my situation was the exact same. I was private school through sixth grade, mm-hmm. and in seventh grade, I went to public, public school, school yeah. junior high. And... And then by tenth grade, I was completely expelled. Yeah. So it only I, took me a couple of years to see. I get, I, get expelled. I, I I say this story. My mom says it's wrong, but I'm fairly certain. Uh, I remember it one way. She remembers it another. Of course. I got myself and my sister kicked out of private school. Uh, what? Yeah. How'd so, you get both of you kicked? So out? I got the whole entire family, but Dan. Um, wow. Who? Yeah, I don't know how that came out. Um, cause I was in that time frame of my life. I Your still sister's named Dan? Yeah, it's Danny. Danny, oh, okay. Danny. Gotcha. Um, so, no, back in that time of my life. It's I had, just you and your sister. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but anyways, that guy 
he, he was done. That was his eighth grade. So he was that going. That guy he used to be friends with. Yeah. He's going to high school, you know. And <laughs> so the fight that happened in high, in, in sixth grade, I was taking care. We've talked about this before. I pushed it through a fucking window. No, I don't remember that. Oh, dad, sorry we talked about this. We might have. I don't remember. So in sixth grade, I had a buddy of mine. He was a handicap. He had MD, MD, muscular dystrophy. And I was only the only kid nice to him and would take care of him. So if he had to take a bathroom break, I'd push him into the stall and he'd, I'd let him do his thing. I would never unzip and pull out. I would just literally just push him into the back, you know, in the bathroom, fucking shut the door and wait for him. And then he'd get done and I'd pour his fucking little urinal thing out for him and fucking whatever, you know. And so one day we're out there. I'm in the bathroom. He's doing his thing. And I'm just standing there outside. And these two fucking preppy kids come in. And I hated these kids. These kids were dicks. They were cousins. And they were the preppy fucking, fucking jocks. And they were the, the, the cool kids. And I was not the cool kid at the time. And they come in like making fun of me, teasing me, calling me gay and stuff. And that's why I'm in there with him. And what am I doing in the bathroom with the guy and stuff? And, Whatever, you know, and he gets, he's like, I'm done. And so I open up and they're like, yeah, you better get to your kid or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they said. Get to your retard. Uh, yeah. Go get to your boyfriend, fag, retard boy, whatever they said. <laughs> and so fucking that one kid, it was Jimmy and John. That's funny, actually. Not to say that because Jimmy John's, but it was a uh, Jimmy and John. Yeah. They, and uh, they eventually went on and they started did. the yeah. uh, sub They did. And uh, so Jimmy said something smart and. I wasn't a fighter back then, but that day just he set me off. You lost your shit. I did, and I had just watched a, a, a Steven Seagal movie, and I know Steven Seagal movies. You fucking throw people against the walls, and you grab and you just throw them, and then you do you throw them, you break their arms and stuff. <laughs> so I grabbed the one dude and threw him against the wall. The other kid came at me, and I kind of dodged that punch and threw him against the wall, and then I grabbed Jimmy again and I threw him at the other kid, and there was another guy just innocent bystander taking a leak, <laughs> and. Like, he got pushed up against, and he kind of pushed to another guy. And then, so it was like the three of us now, or the four of us now with the other guy. And his name was Joey, so we had a fucking Jimmy, John, and Joey. And Joey, somehow... He, did, he didn't go in on the sub-business. No, he didn't. He's actually not. He, he's got his own taxi company now. And so... That's Joe's taxi. <laughs> exactly. And so I grabbed Joey out of just sheer adrenaline, and I went to throw him against the wall, and I threw him through the window. Like Joey? bathroom window. Yeah, Joey got thrown. I think the that's window. the guy that is named in that one Nickelback song. It is, yeah. What the hell's on Joey's head? Yeah. Oh, it's glass. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dave threw him through the fucking window. Yeah. And, uh, I, of course, once it went through, like four or five fucking teachers come running in. Because, I mean, it was a lot. It's one of those full-size fucking glass m- windows, you know. <laughs> I can't believe it's and, threw somebody uh, through a fucking window. It was on the first floor. Yeah, so. but still. But, it's through a window. Yeah. And uh, so everyone's like, we all get sent to the fucking principal's office. And uh, they're asking what happened. And I was like, yeah, this is what happened or whatever. And then my mom and dad had to come down and talk. And then... Next thing I know, like, yeah, we're, you, you guys can't come back here. Like, we were not allowed to come back. I finished my sixth year and that was it. Like, we couldn't come back. And my mom says. So the whole family was like. The whole family just got said, you're out. We can't, we're not taking any of you. And my mom says the reason that we we're no longer there is because. Was it St. Bernadette? Yeah. Yeah. We, we bowled outside of the school league. Like, I didn't bowl on the school league. I bowled at Don Carter's. And they said that it was against their policy for us to moonlight in, like, and not play intramural sports. And I said, I don't think that's the reason. That's a really shitty reason to kick a whole family out of school. But that's what my mom says the reason was because we did that. 
I think it's because I threw dude through a window. Yeah. So. I think your mom wants to have the not so aggressive story yeah. of Dave threw somebody through a fucking yeah. window. Yeah. yeah it's and easier to tell the story. Well, because we were, had you bowling outside of. Right. This. Yeah. And, that's bullshit. And but the funny thing is, so it. I ran into Joey, um, and I haven't what seen. The, what, what the hell was on his head? <laughs> glass. <laughs> it's still um, a glass shard. It's still a glass. It, it's still embedded there. They try to take it out, but it's It's weird that you brain. hate Nickelback so much, and they actually sang about Yeah, Joey. they wrote a song about me. I actually. I think he's friends with, they're friends with Joey. Yeah, Chad, actually, I went to school with Chad, the, the lead singer, and that's why he because he was actually in the bathroom too he was the, the handicapped kid <laughs> oh it all makes sense now we know why david hates nickelback yeah so no fucking i ran into joey um at a funeral he works at a funeral place and i walk in he's like oh my god what's up and i was like how's it going he's like you don't remember me i was like you look really familiar what's your name he tells me he's like oh my god your yeah. head and i was like how do you recognize me like i didn't have tattoos i had my beard back then he's like, no he's like, I, I remember that face and i'm like oh that's cool whatever and so we're hey, talking you don't forget the face of the guy that threw you <laughs> a fucking window <laughs> and we were friends before that you know and uh he's like yeah how you been so we kind of caught up a little bit i was like dude like, i haven't seen you since that year like Man, like I forgot, like I mean, what, I just what the hell's on your head, and I'm like, shut up, dude. Sorry. And I was like, I, I was like, I keep talking. I, I literally just talked about that story where I threw you through the window, and he's like, uh, that's not how it happened. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you guys were all fighting and stuff, and then one of the guys got bumped into me, and I, I fell into it. And I'm like, ah, I don't remember that. I remember me literally grabbing you and throwing you through the window, thinking you were somewhere else. And he's like, oh no, I fell into the window. So his version is, I fell. So if or he fact, fell, yeah, he fell. He his, got bumped his version and, is he and got, fell. Yeah, fell into the window. So Jimmy and John, who later went on to create Jimmy John's yeah. subs, yeah. pushed Joey. According to Joey, through the or bumped into Joey, yeah. pushed him through the window. Yeah, when, when I threw Jimmy or John, your version is yeah. you took Joey and threw yeah. him through the window. And yeah, he said that I threw Jimmy or John into him. He fell into the window. Is what happened. And then. Either way, I caused it. If I pushed, yeah. if I threw him through, or threw somebody else into him. But in, the reason like, your family's not allowed to go to that school is because you're bold outside of the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, hang on, let's recap real quick. So Dave went to school with Jimmy and John, the guys that eventually created the sub company. Uh, Chad, the lead singer of Nickelback, was in a wheelchair. And, and, and Joey, the guy that's mentioned in a Nickelback song with what the hell is on his head in the photograph, is the guy that went through a window that Dave pushed through a window, but according to Joey, he was bumped through a window by Jimmy John, who later went on to make the sub company. Yeah. And what the hell was on Joey's head was a shard of glass. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also interesting to me that, uh, but Dave got kicked out of that school for bowling outside of the school league. Yeah. yeah. This is the greatest story so, ever. <laughs> I did. I did see Jimmy and John um, at a volleyball game. And Do you like their subs? We got into a fight. <laughs> yeah, we got into a fight. It was awesome. So, like, same year later on. Oh God, no! Because this was high school now. So um, this is probably my sophomore year, I would think. Yeah. So the guy that I used to know um, was a senior. <laughs> God. Wait, you know the guy that sang that song too? No, somebody I, that I used to know. Wait, Gautier? no, actually, I wrote the song for Gautier. Really? And, yeah, somebody that I used to know. Yeah, because I wrote the song about somebody that I used to know. Oh, um, but yeah. So 
So we're at this volleyball game. This is turning game. into the best episode ever. <laughs> so I'm at this volleyball game at Boylan because I was right. watching my girlfriend play volleyball. Right. This guy that I used to know's girlfriend also played volleyball on the varsity team. So it's me, this guy I used to know, and like two or three of his buddies. And we're sitting there and in walks fucking Jimmy and John. And they walk into the, the gym and they're just walking through and what's then, up, fag? No, they no. so they they are walking through and it's just the two of them and they're walking through, walking through, and they, he kinda looks at me and looks back, says something to the dude, looks at me again and starts heading towards me and I'm like and I looked at dude I used to know and I'm like, I think that's that's so and so and so and so like, Oh yeah, I remember that. I was like, hey. chance. They're gonna own I was like, I, fucking, I, was like I fucking hate them guys. He's like, Yeah, I know me too, they're fucking dicks. I'm like, Yeah, I fucking don't like them. And they came up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? This is our school. You, sh- you don't fucking belong here. I'm like, uh, yeah. So I go to this school and this girl is my girlfriend and that's why I'm here. Not that I need to fucking explain myself. I'm going to fuck kick your ass. I'm like, you want to go outside? Let's handle this shit like men. Because I, I had all the balls in the world because I had seniors with me and I had big dudes and dudes that played football. So I'm like, yeah, fucking bring it, faggot, you know? <laughs> and I was like, let's go. And uh, he's like, let's go outside. I was like, as soon as this game's over, man, I'll fucking be there. Like, I'm not going to leave my girl to fucking beat your ass, so we're going to do this. <laughs> and so the game's over, and I think it was like 45 minutes in between varsity and, and JV. And so we go outside, and, like, two of the guys that we were with were smoking cigarettes. Chucking just like, we're just fucking chilling, waiting, and he fucking shows up. I'm like, let's fucking go, you know. And uh, we start fucking tussling, and uh, fucking two two cops come and like four or five teachers come stop us break us up and kick us out tell us we had to leave and that's all that happened but i got like two good hits in and that was it and then i i was kind of nervous after that because any other time i we played them at like our house i was worried he'd show up and i wouldn't have like my backup because i didn't really hang out with them that much anymore after that but i never saw him again which is super awesome it's crazy yeah so, I, so I, Dave, you gotten a multiple gotten fights multiple with, with, with Jimmy, Jimmy Johns. Johns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would still to this day if I saw him, I would I would fuck him up if I saw him today. Jimmy Johns. Yeah, just because. Like, it's so you probably of, don't eat their subs. No, no, I don't eat I don't eat Subway either because they like pedophilia and stuff. They you know, oh, represent yeah. with uh, what's his name, Jared. Jared. Did you yeah. go to school with him? <laughs> Actually, uh, we were in Bible school together. Really? Well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Usually he got like, kicked out for actually child pornography. Ironically, enough. really, yeah, it's weird that Subway didn't catch that. In yeah, the, see uh, what happened in was, their casting. Call. Yeah, see what happened was he was a pe- he was a fucking um, altar boy, and he was actually supplying the priest with pictures of his friends, and that's how he got kicked out because he started to up the price. It was originally it was like ten dollars a picture, mm. and he upped the price. They weren't going to pay. He was basically like extorting them. Yeah. For, for pedophilia pictures, and uh, they didn't like it, so they kicked him out. But they did keep his computer, which is why it wasn't on his record, because they confiscated his computer, which is illegal because it had nothing to do with the school. Yeah. But, yeah, so, and I I didn't see him because he was going to go join a uh, cult after that. A cult? Yeah, he was going to join a cult before he uh, started being a subway you oh. know, mascot. Or and whatever. he did lose a lot of weight. Yeah. Was it because of the cult? Yeah, it was the was Kool-Aid. It? He was drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, that mm-hmm. happens. Um, <clears throat> now I have to ask for for the listeners' sake: Is anything that we talked about from the point where we stopped talking about Acacio Cortez and her Green Deal is any of that true? Everything except for the businesses. Except the, the stuff that I've yeah. uh, twisted. Yeah, everything but the businesses. Yeah, everything else. <clears throat> okay. 
I figured all the names and all the things that you told were actually happening, except for the part where, you know. Yeah, every, everything else. Everything was, and the other thing too that I the think, ironic connections that you could the, make from this. Yeah, the other thing that wasn't true was the the guy in the wheelchair's name was not Chad, and he actually has passed right. away. Yeah, Chad uh, Chad Kroger from Nickelback, who was in a wheelchair. Uh, he didn't pass away, Dave. They they faked his death so that he could become <laughs> the lead singer of Nickelback. And ironically, if you're from this area, Rockford area. It all makes sense because we have Kroger grocery stores. That's, That's his obviously parents. his parents and, yep. and, and the family that own those. So yeah. it's all true. Yeah. Um, That's cool, man. Right on. <laughs> Left off. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes. And don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network. Spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. If your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872 Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening.